0: Okay, everyone, if any of you like feel that sense of dread when it comes to what am I going to wear today? I don't like what's in my closet. I don't even want to think about it. I hate shopping. I just always feel (laughs) blah. Any issues or concerns or just unhappiness around all things related to basically your closet and getting dressed, today is the episode for you. I have brought in The just style powerhouse, Michelle, you are going to love her. This is her livelihood, her passion, and we're going to be sharing some amazing, well, she's going to be sharing some amazing quick tips to really help you from a time-saving perspective when it comes to to your wardrobe, but also listen up because at the end, she's going to be sharing more information with you about an incredible service that she offers. If you really want to get intentional, you guys know I love that word, lean and mean, and save a bunch of time when it comes to getting dressed, your closet, etc. but do it in a way that's going to make you feel fantastic. So let's go ahead and jump in. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife, just like you. I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have Work-Life Harmony. All right, everyone, welcome back to Work-Life Harmony. I am thrilled for you guys to get to meet Michelle Nidefer today. We met a little while back at a local networking group and the event happened to be held in her amazing boutique. And since we are still in the middle, when this is airing, we're in the middle of July, my birthday month where I'm sharing all of my favorite things. There is no way I could let a month go by where I can't find some way to talk about clothes, fashion. But of course, we're gonna wrap time management into it. And so when I walked into your boutique, I was like, Like, oh, where has this been all of my life? And then I come to find out you offer incredible services that really help women when it comes to looking and feeling our best. So Michelle, I would love for you to kind of introduce yourself, give everyone your background, and then we're going to dive into some great time-saving tips when it comes to your wardrobe, getting dressed, all of that.
1: Oh, Megan, it's so good to be here with you. Thank you for having me. And I'm honored to be part of one of your favorite things.
0: (laughs) I if for those of you who are watching the video, Michelle's got on a bee necklace, which I love. And I saw in the shop and I actually bought the other form of that bee necklace. I should have put it on today. We could have had our like wonder twin
1: powers <laughs> going
0: on, but I'd love to hear kind of, how did you get into style? How did you start style finder? Kind of give us the backstory on all that.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, where do I start? I like to say that it all started when I was about six years old and I started making Barbie clothes and my mom sewed and she would have these big bags of scrap fabric and she quilted too. So she would save all her little pieces and I love my Barbies and I remember pulling the scraps out thinking, oh, this would make a great Barbie skirt and then "Ooh, I can make a top to match and I could put this on and I think that really sparked my interest in yeah. style. And I remember at an early age, just kind of this divine knowing of like, you're going to be a designer. And so I just kind of went through my life. Okay. I'm going to be a designer. Like that's my path. And I do have a degree in what was called apparel arts from UNCG. Oh and, wow. Yeah. And I spent about 12 years as a clothing designer, designing a line of ready to wear for women. But before that, just to kind of dip my toe into the water, I actually, a lot of people don't know this. I actually designed hats and custom wedding. Yeah. So, you know, it was kind of like a little foray. And then when I had my, sorry, having kids, I had to dip my toe into making kids clothes. So I had the best dressed child. (laughs) 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 Oh no, I had a lot of fun with that. But really, I think what that really put me on is really understanding clothing, style, fit, seeing a lot of different things, But one of the biggest things that I have struggled with in my life is confidence and Mm self-esteem. And I know so many women do, but I think it really kind of came to a head when I had my first child and she just turned 19. So, you know, 19 years ago. And when I had my daughter, I just really had to look at myself and say, I don't want her to grow up with the same self-esteem issues. I want to be a good role model for her basically. Yeah, And so I just really started on a path of working on myself and I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know anything about anything. I didn't have a coach. I didn't have anybody to guide me or tell me what to do. I just kind of figured it out. But what I realized I started doing was giving myself a makeover from the inside out. I love that. Yeah. And it really is from the inside
0: out, isn't it?
1: It totally is. It's gotta be, it can't just be the clothes But it was interesting because I took my interest in fashion and style and all these fabrics and textures. And I would look in the mirror every day and I would want to say something super, super negative. You see my affirmations on the wall. This is why I have these, because I want to encourage women to say something beautiful to themselves, because I grew up saying all these horrible, horrible, negative things to myself. You're too fat. You're not good enough. You're, you know, who are you to do that? All these things were running in my head, you know, just incessantly. And it just left my self-esteem flat. And so I realized I needed to make a change. And so when I went to go say something negative to myself, I would stop myself and say, okay, what can I appreciate about myself today? Mm-hmm. And I remember I actually, i struggled with weight as well. And I gained 50 pounds with my first child. And I went to go take that first shower. I was bracing myself. Like, what am I going to see in the mirror? Because, you know, I was already saying all these negative things. I'm like, oh, my God, I've gained 50 pounds. And, you know, when you have a baby, you don't just lose those 50 pounds.
0: No, I actually came home heavier from the hospital after giving
1: birth. I'm like, how's that even possible? I know, right? It doesn't make sense. So I was gracing myself. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to see, but whatever it is. And in that moment was like, oh, no, you are not going there. And it just was this feeling of like, okay, this needs to shift. This needs to shift. And so in that moment, it was like, okay, what can you appreciate? And so I started with gratitude. And I know we've got a lot of time-saving tips to talk about, but I just, I'll share this. But I really started with gratitude. And I share this with so many of my clients, because I think women, when they look in the mirror and they see themselves, maybe they've gained weight, maybe they've you know just been so busy, they haven't had a lot of time to pay attention to themselves. And they might look in the mirror and start down this negative rabbit hole. Yeah. I think it's just too prevalent and it can be so easy to say, well, I'm too fat or I'm this, or you don't look so good today, but what if we shifted that? And I have a lot of women tell me, well, I'm not there. I can't tell myself I'm pretty or I'm, you know, something positive, then start where you are. And I apologize for all the background noise. Lynn is actually great. meeting here today, <laughs> a little rowdy. but when you start down this path, interrupt it. And that's what I did. And I wasn't at a point where I could look in the mirror and say, hey, I look beautiful today. But I was at a point where I could say, I am grateful. I am grateful I have a healthy child. I was able to give natural childbirth and that I have arms that I can hold her. And I know that doesn't have anything to do with style, but it had everything to do with my level of confidence and meeting myself where I was. Yeah. Yeah. And so Uh I think what we hear so much from women is, oh, I need a makeover. My hair looks awful or all the negative. But if we can stop the negative and flip the script and say, what can I appreciate? My hair may not look great today, but you know what? I did something really nice for my neighbor or I'm a really good wife. Or I'm a great mother or whatever. One nice thing. I called my mother today. You know, something. Mm -hmm. What can you appreciate about yourself? And I think that can really put you in that positive frame of mind. And then you can start saying, you know, I am fabulous. I am capable. I am strong. I am beautiful. And even if you're not at the point where you can say you're beautiful, what can you say? and that really oh, makes important. all the difference. It, it really
0: important. does. And I mean, I think it does. You and I have talked before. I had it was very pleasure of being a guest on your podcast, which I want to tell you guys about her podcast cuz it's amazing. But, you know, I shared with you before, I think for me, my flipping the switch on actually getting interested in style and clothing and all of that was when I was, it was again, after my daughter was born, I think a lot of women go through this, you kind of lose your identity a little while. I was like, who am I? I, you know, I had a closet full of business clothes that then I worked from home, so I wasn't needing, but they weren't appropriate for the park. And I mean, as silly as it was, I remember looking in my closet, I'm like, I don't even know what to wear. I don't know who I am. And I believe, and I think you, know, you and I talked about this, that I feel like there's such power in saying, I want to match my insides to my outsides. So I want to, if I know who I am and I work on that confidence and that gratitude and that self-respect that we all should have for ourselves on the inside and then translate into that, what does that look like for me on the outside when there's the connection between the two that makes me feel like there's nothing I can't do. And it doesn't mean that you need to have a $10 million wardrobe with the most, I mean, there are weekends where I'm like, it's cold, it's rainy. I want to hunker down and pop some popcorn and have a movie day. And guess what? I'm putting on a pair of sweatpants and my favorite cozy top. That's my insides matching my outsides. I just kind of wanted to mention that because it doesn't always have to be you're dressed for the red carpet either. And this is one of the things I love about what you offer at Style Finders is really working with women, to help them uncover what is your style type? What are your colors? Because all of that helps you match your outsides to your insides, and then helps that whole, what am I going to wear today? So much easier. So I'd love for you to kind of walk us through what are some of the key things women should work to know about their self, their style, et cetera. And then what can they start on today to kind of help make that an easier process?
1: Sure. Oh, that's a great, yeah, absolutely. I've got so much good stuff to share. (laughs) Well, I think so many women get lost. Yeah, we're busy moms, or we're running a business, or we're taking care of parents, or life, right? And we just we get busy. We lose ourselves in the process. And I think it can be so easy to feel that we are miles away from our style. I have so many women who come in and tell me, I don't have a style, or I don't know what my style is, or I've lost my style. And the first thing I want you to know is that everybody has a style. There is not one single person who walks this planet who does not have a style. No. You just don't know it. You just aren't tapped into it yet. But the good news is it's closer than you might think. And what I really encourage clients to do is to know thyself. And I know that might sound like a really deep question. And you can go <laughs> as deep with that as you want to, or you could just scratch the surface but to know yourself. And what I mean by that is really understand what do you like? If you could wear anything in the world, what do you want to wear? I know a lot of women would say, I have no idea because I work with clients like that all the time. Like for me,
0: it's, I want to be in a great pair of jeans, a fabulous top, and then some ridiculous earrings and shoes. Like that would be my go-to uniform Every day of my life, if I could do it.
1: (laughs) And you look so good in that. I love that. But I think so many women walk around with their shoulds. Well, I should wear this. Well, my mom told me I should wear this. Like we carry things with us. You know, maybe when you were six years old, your mom said, well, you look good in red. And so you still wear red to this day. Or even that you're too old for that, right?
0: You can't wear that because you're too old or you should wear this because of your age. I know I battle that a lot.
1: Oh yeah. that's That's a whole other podcast right there. But I think to really understand, to give yourself permission, Megan, one thing you said to me that I thought was really powerful was around cutting your hair. <sighs> and I remember when you said that, it was like, I don't remember how you phrased it, but this is what I heard when you gave yourself permission to cut your hair. Like you were so happy.
0: I was, I held off for so long because of all the stigmas, stereotypes of a woman with really, really short hair. And I just kept holding off and I finally did. And I felt like I lost so much that I wanted to get rid of in the process.
1: Yeah, I think it's really, it's coming back to who we are. Yeah, We know who we are, but I think we forget along the way. And I think we listen to what's out there, what we feel like we should do or should wear or who we should be. And I look at style. What I tell clients, style is not the most important thing, but you know what, when you don't pay attention to it, it will get your attention and it will become a distraction. Yes. And so I look at it as it's about honoring who you are. And when I work with clients, you know, I take them through, I have a whole assessment that I take my clients through our style finder ID assessment and my style, my style is dramatic, romantic, and classic. And I, I, I love think we well, have to little bit about yours. I should have you take it.
0: No, I'm booked. I'm coming in to get mine done. Cause I think you think, you know, what mine is. So I'm going to be interested to see if that yeah, is correct. We'll,
1: we'll yeah. have to. But, you know, if you can take that and we do have a mini quiz, when you work with us through the teal box, we have a mini quiz that will tell you one word. And I think a lot of women, it's interesting because a lot of women think that they don't have any idea, but when they hear that word, they're like, yeah, that's me. We know it when we hear it and kind of like, we know it when we see it. And so what I encourage clients to do is find a style icon. Hmm. It could be anybody. It could be your grandmother. It could be your neighbor. It could be a celebrity. And... It doesn't mean that I want you to dress like you're on the red carpet every day, but I want you to find someone who can be your style icon, who you can take inspiration from. And if you have a dinner, well, what would, I don't know, Kate Middleton wear to dinner? What would Oprah wear to dinner? What would Michelle Obama, like it could be anybody, but I think when it's someone who is, you know, quote unquote, a celebrity, it's easier to Google. And then you can see a whole host of their looks. And then you can take from that what works for you. Reese Witherspoon is a style icon. I get it. Yeah, for sure. She's got great style. And so if you look at her and say, well, you know, that style doesn't work for my everyday. Okay, great. But if that's what you're drawn to, what elements of that style could you bring in? She Mm. loves to rock that fabulous statement handbag. She's always got on sunglasses. She loves her skinny jeans. She loves a ruffled top or a floral top. She's got that great line of dresses. Like there are elements you can bring in. I don't ever want anybody to copy. This is not about being a copycat, but it's having someone to inspire and excite your style. And so I encourage you to get on Pinterest, get online to Google do little pictures. And if you have an idea, ooh, maybe it's cowboy boots. I love cowboy boots. I will rock some cowboy boots all day long. But I think it's, see, it's going down that rabbit hole and just experimenting and exploring, start your own Pinterest board or cut out pictures in a magazine, whatever, but have some form of inspiration board, mood board, if you will.
0: I really like that. Cause I think for me, I'll see pictures. Sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I love that. But I mm-hmm. instantly go into a where in my life would I ever wear that? And this reframes it for me where I can say, what about it do I love? Mm-hmm. And what might I translate into yes. my life? Cause I mean, yeah, I do love watching all the gowns on the red carpet, I'm like, what am I ever you know, one of those things? Right. But maybe it's understanding what about it do I love and how do I translate that into my everyday life?
1: Exactly. Love. Because maybe what you love is the cut, right? And maybe the cut is something you could bring into a very casual dress, right? And the way that it fits the body. Maybe it's the sparkle. Well, hey, maybe you can bring in some fabulous sparkly earrings for your everyday to go with your jeans and a cute top. Love that. So it's pulling something, pulling in inspiration and making it your own. But this is where I just, I want you to pay attention to what sparks joy for you. What Mm -hmm. ignites your passion? What gets you excited? When you see something, you're like, yeah, I need that in my wardrobe. What is that for you? And there is zero, zero, zero judgment.
0: Hey there, if you are feeling overwhelmed, like your calendar is out of control, like you are just running against a race that will never end in terms of your to-do list, I have great news for you. I have just done a complete update on my app. Yes, I have an app in both the App Store and Google Play called The Pink Bee, and it is chock full of small but incredibly powerful trainings to help you get out of overwhelm. It includes my signature Ditch the Overwhelm training, an introduction to my time management framework. It can help get you started on weekly planning, helps you understand the four levels of planning, gives you access to my epic One Notebook Challenge and some tips and tricks on how to get your phone and organized. And all of that is available for you right inside the Pink B app. So open up either your App Store or Google Play, do a search on the Pink B, all one word, download the app. And then to unlock all of that training, it's only 4 dollars US. I will see you inside the app. Yes, exactly. Because it's about you. It's your style. It's your insides matching your outsides. And everybody's right. insides are so unique. Yes. So and what so- would you say for someone who is, okay, They're now they're getting excited about maybe getting the Pinterest board. Yeah. What would be their next step in looking at their closet?
1: Sure. Next step is set aside a block of time for yourself. Block it out in your... I don't know how to do that. Put it in your weekly. <laughs> time block it, right? Time block it. Yes. But get in your closet and allow yourself time to play. And there are a couple of things you could think about. I mean, I could give you ideas all day long. One quick thing I will give you when you have your style icon, maybe you pick a few words. If you don't know what your style finder idea is, pick a few words that you would associate with that style. How would you describe your style? And if you're stumped for words, ask yourself, how do I want to feel? Do you want to feel comfortable, casual, elegant, powerful, magical, fabulous, sexy, What are the words without any judgment? There is no right, there is no wrong. The only thing that's right is what feels right to you. I'm going to ask you, how do you like to feel? Well, it depends on the day. I mean, sometimes it changes. I mean, some days, like yesterday, I got up and I had a busy day. I had a lot of things to do. I was like, today I need to feel good in my skin because I've got to be in meetings, I'm talking to people, but I need to feel comfortable. I need to feel capable and comfortable. But Little bit of badass. I was yeah. like a badass. <laughs> That's like, yeah, I'm
0: always say I was want a little bit edgy, just something a little bit edgy. Yeah. A little, bit edgy. Bit. yeah.
1: <laughs> a little edgy. But it's got to be comfortable, you know, certain days. And certain days, like if I'm getting dressed for, you know, a meeting and then I know I'm going to go home and change clothes right after, then, you know, I might dress a little funkier, wear some edgier shoes that actually have a heel or a wedge. I love great shoes, but comfort, like when I'm in the boutique running around, I'm like, I've got on my flats all day long or my sneakers. Right. So it just depends on. Always how I want to feel is that little bit of badass. It was interesting because for a while I found myself almost making myself wrong with that for years ago. And then I'm like, you know what? That's important to me because that to me is my edge. And I think it ties in with my dramatic side. It helps me to feel just more me. Yeah, you know, that's all I can say is it helps me to feel more me.
0: Oh, see. And for me, one of the words I had to lean into and in one of my previous podcast episodes, I was sharing why I love pink so much. But for me, it's, I want to feel feminine. And I think part of that is to counterbalance the hair a little bit, but also because I spent over 20 years in a career, heavily male dominated that I felt like I always had to keep a lid on that feminine side for so long that I just, I'm like, I'm done with that. And I just want to be totally unashamed with all things that I love that might be you know considered quote weak because it's feminine, mm-hmm. and almost flip that on its head a little bit.
1: Yeah, Megan, I think part of it might be how you're wired too. Because one of your style words, maybe it's delicate, which is <laughs> I like I've never been delicate. It could be delicate or it could be romantic. Delicate just means like you want that feminine edge. You're not overtly feminine. It just means you want to feel that feminine, little bit of feminine. So. It's not necessarily yeah. ruffles and frills, but it's that feeling mm-hmm. of femininity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting because I remember working with a client and she was not giving herself permission to embrace that because she was in a very powerful corporate male dominated. I did the same thing too, for way too long. And I wish I could take that back. But you know what we realized was comfortable for her. She actually really liked the tailored look. She was very classic. But when we did her style finder ID, she realized that's what's missing. And so she was able to bring in like really beautiful, sexy lingerie, for herself, nobody had to know about it, but it was she knew about it. Yeah, and when she put that on in the morning. It changed the way she, you know, just showed up. Basically, mm-hmm. it changed her mood. She felt more connected to who she was, and nobody knew it but she and her husband. But you know, yeah, that's what matters. it's about you. You're not doing it for anybody else but you. I think that's such an important thing that you brought up as well,
0: because sometimes people. I'm even having to train my daughter as well because sometimes she'll be like, "Mom, do you have a like meeting out of the house today?" No. Well, why are you dressed so fancy? I'm like, for me, yes. because this is how I want to show up today. Uh-huh. And to realize it isn't about anybody else, and Absolutely. I want her to see that. Like, no, if this is what makes you feel good today, you don't yes. do this for other people. You do this for yourself.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's interesting because you know I've got four kids and. My girls are pretty much used to it and they're a little bit older. So they just know this is me, but my son is 15 and somebody's he'll look at me and he's like, mom, why are you dressed like that? I'm like, because this is my style. Like this makes me feel good. And it's interesting because I've seen him start to step into finding his own style. And I'm like, yes, love that. <laughs> so, but a couple of time-saving tips I want to share. I have so many, but one I will share. And I talk so much about color. I'm actually in the process of writing a book about color that I'm, we're planning to be out in February and it's quick tips, quick hit tips, because I found that color is such a powerful tool, but that so many women are so confused by it, Mm -hmm. but a couple of quick hit tips to use color to help you get dressed the first one. And it actually, some of the benefits are that it can help you to visually look slimmer if you so desire, but it can also make it super, super easy to get dressed create a column of color. And what I mean by that is where generally wear maybe a tank and slim pants in the same color. Now, it could be white, but ideally, if you want it to be more slimming, it's going to be a darker color. Maybe it's navy. It could be plum, dark green. Of course, it could be black, but I'm going to encourage you to think about other colors. Other colors. Maybe it's mocha. But when you have, and this could be, you know, this is a great thing for a uniform. Just wear a column of color, and then you throw on what I call a third layer. And that third layer could be a badass jacket. It could be a blazer. It could be a kimono. It could be a vest. Or maybe you don't wear a third layer. Maybe you just put on a great necklace and some great earrings, fabulous shoes, and you're set. Now, some people might look at that and say, oh, that's really simple. However, when you start with a column of color, you don't really have to think about it. You've you've set it up in your closet. We'll talk about that in a minute. You've set it up in your closet. You know where your colors are. You know what works together. And you just grab and go. Boom, I got to get dressed. You can make
0: that column look so different depending upon what you layer on it. And for travel, that's even better. I remember I used to travel with the set pants and shirt, but then different shoes and accessories to make yep. the outfit look different. Yeah. A
1: column of color. If you wake up and you're stressed, you're like, oh my gosh, I've got to look great today. I don't know what to wear. And you can even do this with a dress. A dress can be a great column too. Mm-hmm. And just keep it simple. In fact, we were talking this morning at the meeting about how dresses are great secret weapons because they look so much more put together but they're so easy. Like you're not matching anything. You're just right. Home, right. Especially in the summertime. So what I would recommend is once you have your style inspiration, you know, your style icons get in your closet and start pulling out some pieces that are in line with that style. Maybe pieces that you would consider signature items and take those and kind of group them together. It's great if you have a separate rolling rack, but if you don't just create some space in your closet And then start creating outfits with those. Well, and ask yourself, what would, like, one of my style icons is, she's French, and I don't speak French very well, but Inez de la Fressange. If I butchered her name, I apologize. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) She was the face of Chanel for years. She's beautiful. love her style. I mean, certain things that she wears, like, I would never wear that. But I've gotten a lot of great inspiration from her style. And so I would get into my closet and say, well, what would Inez... Wear? How would she style this? And it's pushed me to do things in a new and different way that's like, ooh, I like this. Like, I would never have thought about this on my own, but taking inspiration from her and putting my own spin on it has helped me to step outside my own box. Mm-hmm. And this is a great thing to do. You don't have to spend a cent. That's the beauty. And I'm in a clothing store. Sure, I want you to come shopping, <laughs> but you don't have to spend a cent. You can just get into your closet with fresh eyes and put things together in a new and different way. And I think that's one of the biggest things as a style coach for 14 years that I have taught people. There's nothing more fun, I find, than, the
0: first time you make a match in your closet, you never thought of before. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh my gosh, I love this. It yes. feels like a brand new everything when it's stuff that maybe you've had in there for five or six years.
1: And then when you step out of the house, how do you feel? You're like, "Amazing! Okay, bring it on. Right. And
0: then when someone goes, oh, you look great. You're like, oh my God, I've had this forever. Like yes. you want to tell everyone. that. right? Yes.
1: But actually let's talk about that for a second. Cause when somebody says, oh my gosh, you look great. My best advice is just to say, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Actually, I have a podcast that's coming out soon about some style rules from another style expert. And one is when you get a compliment, just accept it.
0: Thank you. Because
1: I think so many of us it's want. Hard to, for like, us, isn't it? Oh, I've had this forever. This whole thing, whatever. It can be, but when we just say thank you, we receive that compliment, and we don't have to pay it back. Because we always want to say, "Oh, you look great too," right? Just say thank you, and I think it will shift the energy. And then it lets the person giving the compliment to feel like they've really given you a gift.
0: It's funny, just the other night I was out and someone complimented my eye color, which I get often, I have very unique eyes. And that is the one thing I've just learned. All I can say is thank you. Like, what can I say back? I worked out, I mean, I literally did nothing. I was just born with this. (laughs) I don't have to work out to maintain it. Like it is what it is. And that's the one part that I've learned how to just say, Oh my gosh, thank you. And every now and then I'll say, I feel very lucky because I did nothing, right? But I realize I'm bad at accepting compliments outside of that. And even that makes me uncomfortable for some reason.
1: I think a lot of women can be, but I think when we think about it as a compliment is a gift. Mm -hmm. And when someone gives you a compliment and we don't receive it, it's like saying, ooh, I don't want your gift. I don't feel worthy. And that was me for years. And so it's taken a lot of coaching for me To learn to be able to say that. But I think Mm -hmm. it's just so gratifying when somebody can say that, when we can say, thank you, that means so much to me. Yeah. Without feeling like we have to, it's like boomerang it, like, ooh, I gotta give it back to you because I can't accept it. So, but the other thing that I will throw out there is one thing that I don't always do it, but if I'm stressed, if I'm in a hurry, if I know I need to look good, plan your outfit the night before. I know when I was in grade school, you know, it's like always laying my clothes out. But I think as an adult, It can be powerful to wake up. I know on the days that I do it, I wake up and I'm excited. I'm like, oh, I know what I'm going to wear. I've taken the time to pick out the right lingerie, the right accessories, the right shoes. And oftentimes what I find is when I'm planning my outfit the night before, I'll push it. I'll wear something like a little extra because I'm a little extra sometimes, (laughs) but I'll wear something a little extra than if I were getting dressed in the morning because I've got that time to plan. And then I wake up, I'm like, Ooh, I feel really special today because I took the time to find this great earring and necklace combination that I've never worn together before. Right. So, and then your confidence soars and you wake up and you're like, Oh my gosh, I've got extra time. I can sit down and have breakfast with my kids. I can go have coffee with a friend. Like I've got time. I'm not rushed. I feel great about me. I honored myself by picking out a great outfit now I can just be about everybody out. Now I'm ready to help other people. Yeah, and that could be a great thing to bring into. I talk a lot about routines.
0: Like maybe you create an evening routine for yourself after dinner, where you go wash your face, and while you're upstairs doing that, think about what you're going to wear for the next day. And then those are two things done. You're already ahead of the game. I love that. It makes a difference. Yeah, I notice. I was thinking about. I'm like, I don't do that every day, but if I have an event, I'm mm-hmm. always making sure. Yes. The night before everything is, is ready to go. So I don't have that stress, but I'm realizing I could lean into that even more than I already do.
1: Yeah, I could too. I could practice what I preach more than that, but I had an event recently and I was debating, I was like, do I want to wear my jumpsuit or do I want to wear the ivory dress? And then at the last minute, I just knew I was like, all right, the ivory dress, it just all came together for me. I probably should have planned a little bit better. Fortunately, it all came together very seamlessly. And everything was clean and everything was prepared, which, yeah, that's a whole other ballgame. But one of the big tenants that we teach at Style Finder and as a style coach that is really the ultimate time saver is to build the right wardrobe. Mm-hmm. I think so many women don't make time for themselves. They don't make time for shopping. And so I encourage you to block out time for shopping, block out time to plan your wardrobe, give yourself permission. But I see so many women dashing into a boutique, you know, I've got 10 minutes, I'm on my lunch break, what can I get? And it's almost like they're, you know, they're in a hurry. They don't even know. They just know I need clothes. And then they get home. They're like, oh my gosh, I don't have anything to wear because they're just throwing more clothes in their closet. They're actually creating more time clutter.
0: Yeah. Cause there's so much and nothing is very intentional.
1: And then they have too many clothes to deal with. They mm-hmm. can't dress quickly and easily because they're like, Ooh, what was I going to wear this with? Which pants even fit me anymore? They've got too much. So what I recommend is when you have time, go through your closet and you know, I have a whole system that I teach about clearing your closet in 10 minutes a day. And it's really just like taking 10 minutes and start with one section. And just go through, you know, you can start, you don't have to try everything on. I know a lot of people say block out like six hours and try everything on. Exhausting. No. Who's got time for that? I don't. Like time block it. I'm giving myself 15 minutes today.
0: Let's see how far I get and then I'm done.
1: 15 minutes. Boom, boom, boom. Get in there, put on some great music. Like, what do I never ever want to wear again? (laughs) Gone. And then, you know, so weed out anything and you know, you know, like if you, you give know yourself 15 minutes, and you don't ever think it, you know, you're like, hold on to it. Mm-hmm. And how does it feel? And then you want to organize everything from sleeveless to short sleeve, to long sleeve, to dresses, to pants, put likes with likes, and then sort by color. And you're going to be amazed at what you find if you don't do that, because I have found that some women have 30 pairs of black pants or 25 white shirts, <laughs> and there's no judgment in that. But this is going to show you why you can't get dressed. Because if you have 30 pairs of black pants, then my client was like, huh, I'm not sure which ones fit me anymore. That's why you can't get dressed quickly and easily. Then you want to try everything on, get rid of the ones that don't fit you, the ones that maybe have lost a button or need to be hemmed, take this to the tailor, but really decide how many do I really need? And anything that doesn't fit you, doesn't flatter you, either you love, take it out of your closet. Yeah. And you'll find yourself saving so much time when it comes to getting dressed. That's amazing. Now I do want to talk about
0: your teal box because I think this is next level, particularly for women who, and I have friends who they look great. They're like, I like clothes. I hate shopping for them. They just don't enjoy, like, I just want it done for me. And I think what you provide with your teal box is the most amazing thing ever because it's shopping for you, but you're going the extra level Of knowing their style and then letting them see the stuff before it gets shipped off. And you're helping them build that wardrobe. Ladies, by the time you guys are listening to this, I will have already had my appointment, but I have mine scheduled to come in and start this with you, which I'm really excited about. So explain how the whole teal box works. Because guys, you don't have to live local to do this. You can do this remotely.
1: Yeah, that was one of the big pivots that we made during the pandemic is that we started this service to ship. So we ship nationally all over the U.S., not outside the U.S. yet, but we're looking into it because we've had so many requests. But essentially what we do is we get on a Zoom call and we look at your coloring, your body type, your stature, your build. We'll have you take the style ID quiz because we want to understand as much about you and your style on the inside, as well as who you are on the outside, how you're built, what cuts are going to work for you, what colors do you love, what things do you not like? Mm -hmm. And then we'll ask you, what kind of events do you have coming up? We have a lot of people who will tell us, hey, I've got a trip coming up. I'm going on a cruise. I'm going on a European vacation or I've got a family reunion or I'm going back to work or I've lost 20 pounds or 30 pounds or gained 20 pounds. Whatever your situation is, just, you know, we want to work with you so that we can tailor your box to you. And so being a style coach and training our stylist is we're really bringing that element into it. So it's almost like a mini style session combined with personal shopping. And then what we'll do is we curate a lookbook for you from shop style finder. And we send you that along with a little video. We don't just send you the lookbook. We shoot a video showing you, Hey, I want you to wear this shirt with these pants. And I thought this scarf would be great. And this is why I put this belt with this and these earrings go with this necklace. And then we show you how to mix and match. Awesome. And so our goal when we create a lookbook is really to not just give you a bunch of clothes or just a few outfits. We want to give you a capsule. And so when you have a wardrobe capsule, the beauty of that, typically a wardrobe capsule is anywhere from, you know, eight to 20 pieces of clothing that mix and match. And I talk so much about that. That is one of the best time savers because when you just have outfits, 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 it's fine, but then you kind of get bored if that's the only way you're wearing something and you don't get as much bang for your buck. We want to provide you with well-made clothing that is reasonably priced. And that is going to last that you're going to wear and that you're going to have multiple ways to wear it. And so we also provide style tips. We do a lot of reels and TikToks and a lot of our content is about how do you style this and how do you roll your sleeves up so you can visually look slimmer? And how do you, you know, three ways to wear a top, 25 ways to wear a kimono or things like that so that you can get more mileage. So we want to be not just wear someone who provides you with clothing, but we want to help you know what to wear and then show you how to wear it and be an ongoing resource. And then if you get the next box, you already know what we have
0: so that you're helping us build that capsule.
1: Absolutely. So we're building on and we might know, hey, last month, Megan got this great top. And then we might have some jeans in a certain color that we know are going to go with those perfectly. They're in a cut that she loves. That's a no brainer. And she's going to get first dibs on those because she's one of our teal box clients. So
0: I am really excited about this. So by the time you guys are listening to this, I will have gone through mine. So I probably will have already been sharing about it, but I really, I feel like for so many, you know, there are people who love to go out and shop. I love to go out and shop, but I am not good at shopping intentionally with that. And then there are other women, as I've mentioned, I have many friends who are like, I want to look good. I want to feel great. I either don't want to prioritize the time to go do that where I just don't enjoy the process. I just want someone to go shop for me. So I think you have married that ability either way, wherever you fall in this to really help women. And so I would encourage everyone, we will have links in the show notes of where we can go. What is the main website that people can come sure. to start learning about Stylefinder?
1: It's shopstylefinder.com. And you can just click on Tealbox. We've got a whole page there. You can read all about it. You can hear what our clients have had to say. And then you can go ahead and book your appointment. And it's been so easy to just, you know, really help clients understand what to wear.
0: Yeah. And ladies, I would say if you are feeling a disconnect from your outsides to your insides, if opening up your closet door in the morning just makes you groan, if you just kind of want to refresh a little bit, I mean, wherever you are, I just can't recommend this enough because we can't undervalue the importance of how we feel. Every day, And it's not shallow or materialistic to say what we put on our body plays into that. It does. And there's nothing wrong with that. So I just want to encourage people, if that's where you're struggling with it, realize it's no different than, you know, if you're an athlete and you're shopping for just the right pair of shoes because of your knees and the, there's no difference right? It's how you feel. So thank you so much for being here. Where can everyone listen to your podcast as well? I'm
1: obsessed with your weekly
0: tips on the show. It's been so helpful for me.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. It's style by Mary Michelle and Michelle only has one L but you can find it on Apple, on Amazon, on Google, pretty much anywhere you listen. All the places. Yeah. And we'll put a
0: link to that as well. And it's again, just what I love is when you go open up your podcast and you can just look at the titles of all the episodes. It's like, Oh, I need that one. Like, I was like, oh, the one for the muffin top. Let me go listen to that one right now on how to do best for that. So you can really kind of browse through and find the things that are maybe foremost on your mind with help when it comes to style. So
1: yes. Yeah. It's been helpful. And I look at it, I find myself referring back to it because people will come to me and say, Hey, I'm going on a trip. Oh my gosh. You need to go listen to number 86, your guide to packing for travel. So I look at it as a great resource library. If you have, I mean, I haven't covered everything possible, but if you have a style dilemma or want to know how to find your style or what colors to wear chances are there's a podcast for that so yeah. go look it up go and you know just take a peek oh thank you and you know what I
0: love about our conversation because I never know which way it's going
1: to go other than we knew
0: we'd get some tips is how much I feel like your approach to style embodies the harmony aspect of work-life harmony right we want harmony and how we feel in our closets, in our space, matching our insides to our outsides. And so I just feel like you're the perfect guest to have on to talk about this.
1: Thank you. It has been a pleasure.
0: Getting on top of all things, time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. If you want one tap access to all of my training and current top podcasts, go to the app store or Google play and download the pink bee app.